Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 128 of Parenting in Real Life. Hi, I'm Alan. And I'm Alexis. We had five kids in seven years. People think we're crazy, and sometimes we think they might be right. But most of the time, we love it. We hope this is a place where you can learn to be a better parent, but without taking yourself too seriously. Whether you're a new parent or have a few years under your belt, we hope you can find something new to think about. Or laugh about. After all, this is Parenting in Real Life. Hello. That was all. I just <laughs> want to say hi. <laughs> For our Parenting in Real Life moment today, this we... This is a big one. <laughs> we now have eight real chairs around our dining table. <laughs> we have had seven people in our family for four, years. four and a half years, <laughs> and we have had six chairs for four and a half years. Yeah, when, well, I think we had these chairs in our old house, right? And so we always had a high chair, and so we bought six chairs, but we always had a high chair, so it felt weird to have eight chairs because it needed to be there, and I thought, oh, someday I'll buy different chairs at the end, you know, and just kind of mix But we it up. had a table that fit eight chairs, yeah. to be clear. We've had... Well, that's because the high chair took one of the Some spots. space. We usually put them at, like, the head of the table, you know, and put the chairs around it, so it, it felt weird to have eight chairs because they wouldn't fit. And our theory was we would have the six chairs and then we'd buy two mismatched chairs for the heads of the table and it would look awesome, and it no, does. <laughs> we never did it. We started using, like, a folding chair because we had, like, a booster for Lucy, and the kids are just so messy, and they just destroy those chairs. And so I'm like, well, I don't want to buy a real chair yet because this little booster seat is going to mess this chair up. So anyway, she finally got out of the booster chair, and she's, we just had this folding chair that's been rotating around the table because nobody wants to sit in it. It's a little bit shorter than all the rest of the chairs. This is us justifying our hot mess. <laughs> So. That makes sense for a couple weeks. Four and a half years later. No, it wasn't that long. It's been like at least a year, maybe two. That she's been out of a booster? Yeah. Several, like two years at least. Okay, maybe two years. No, she's still kind of tiny. Maybe two years though. So this, <laughs> it's been, been rotating time. around our table for two years. And we finally, we were at Ikea and we saw their chairs and like, we're doing it. We're just buying two new chairs. So we did. Done. And they look great. And they're nice because they're a little bit puffier, and so they're now adult-only chairs. Cause I don't we'll see how long that lasts. I know. Already, our kids keep sitting in them. I'm like, uh, nope, these are not for you. These are just for adults. You're going to grab them, and they're fabric. destroy them. So Anyway, you got to celebrate the little wins in parenting. That is definitely a little win for us. But another, another win. We got into swim lessons. It was a struggle, but we were able to get into swim lessons. The way our rec center does it is you have to sign up weekly. Like yeah. the Friday before, it's a madhouse. But that's what they do, and we got in. And most of our kids are in a class similar to the ones we wanted them to be in. Kind of. They're usually like one level different. I think Jack's the only one who's... maybe. I think Jack and Chloe are in the level that I wanted them to be in. Yeah. <laughs> but close enough. It's fine. So we're just doing this They're in now. the pool. Lucy is like totally comfortable in the water, and she's in the... The timid like, class. Stick your toes in the water. Climb along the wall. I know Cammie was she's watching like, her, and... And I was sitting on one side of the pool, and Cammie went on the other side to go wash her. She's like, the coach was like, okay, guys, do you want to jump in the water? And all the kids are like, no. And Lucy's like, yeah. 
<laughs> like, yeah, she should probably be in a different class, but that was the only one that was open, so it is what it is. Taking what we can get, and it's so much cheaper than private lessons oh, or yeah. like one of those school swim schools. So, yeah. and we're swimming a lot anyway because we bought passes to the rec center. So when Cami goes to swim team in the evening, our kids are often swimming in the yeah. other pools and whatever. So they're getting very comfortable in pools. Yeah, not necessarily getting good at swimming, but well, we'll get there. But at least we got something. Something. <laughs> So today we have a video from Leah Grammer, and she is going to give us all the tips and tricks for feeding your kids during the summer. Because if you have kids and you know that it's a hot mess during mealtime. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. We have noticed, this is somewhat unrelated, but we have noticed, maybe more acutely Alexis, she thought like summer, it's fun and more chill. It is not more chill. And mealtimes is a big part of that, mm -hmm. is that, like, you're just feeding this army every hour, it feels like. Like, there's just, as soon as you get breakfast cleaned up, if you get breakfast cleaned up, who does that? I usually don't. We don't. I wait till lunch. <laughs> then, it's lunchtime already, and so she has some great ideas about how to streamline mealtime. Mm, that's hard to say. Streamline, streamline mealtime. Meal <laughs> don't love that. Okay. So, enjoy. We'll see you on the other side. Hello. My name is Leah Grammer, and I'm a mom to six kids. And while I love having all of my kids home for the summer, the constant mess, and kids in the kitchen, and hearing I'm hungry all summer long can absolutely drive anybody crazy. Throughout the years, I have picked up some tips and tricks that have helped me manage better with having so many kids at home, but also to make summertime meals and eating and prep something that I really actually look forward to and enjoy sharing with my kids. And I'm excited to share those with you. The first one is to have a set time for meals and cleanup. One thing with the summer is that it gets really easy to fall out of a routine. And then it seems like you're feeding people whenever they're hungry. And while that can be a lot of fun, like the first couple days of summer, it gets really old having to have breakfast at 11 o'clock, but then when do we have lunchtime and how does that throw a snack off? And then what are we doing for dinner, right? So I have set very specific times throughout the summer for the meals that we have. If they miss one, they'll catch at another, right? What that also does is that it means that my cleanup time and the time that I spend in the kitchen helping people is not all day. It's only about an hour couple times throughout the day. So I'm not in there trying to like clean up after people or to bug them, right? To clean up after themselves. So the first tip is to have a set time uh, for your meals and for your snacks as well. The second thing that we do is in the summer, because we're not rushed, I have time to now help my kids and to teach them how to make their own meals, right? During the school year, when you are rushing around trying to find shoes, finish homework, find projects, right? Having a kid that all of a sudden wants to have like bacon and eggs, but doesn't know how to do that, it becomes like just another busy, stressful time. We use the summertime to teach how to make specific breakfasts, uh, bacon and eggs, pancakes, French toast. When they have the time to spend in the kitchen to make it and clean up after themselves. It's also a great time to teach kids how to pack their own lunch and what goes into that. Again, because you're not rushed with doing that. 
So the tip number two is use summertime to teach those things. Less stressful, you can have one day set aside where you're gonna maybe teach something. When my kids were little, even how to like get toast in the toaster, which now is obviously is like nothing, but for a two or three year old, that's something that's super fun. And you can show them what that looks like, that it's hot and, you know, go through those steps with them on how to teach them how to do that. Going along with lunches, my tip number three is to pack lunch ahead of time. The frustrating thing for me throughout the day is that we get busy during the morning and then lunch sneaks up on us. And then again, I'm in the kitchen making and cleaning up and now it's not so bad because my kids are a little bit older and they can take on more of that responsibility, but it is still something that I usually have to still oversee, right? And make sure things get cleaned up. But here's the other thing. When you pack your lunches ahead of time, all of a sudden when there's an impromptu picnic or you're like, hey, let's go up to the mountains. It's a beautiful day. You grab all of the lunches out of the refrigerator and you're good to go. There's no extra stops. There's no extra time to get things thrown together. It's already done. If you're staying at home, it makes for quick outside picnics. It makes for quick lunch that you can grab and throw on a movie if it's like rainy weather or whatever. Or if nothing else, it's in a lunchbox, in a paper sack. And again, the cleanup is something that is nearly non-existent because you've already pre-packaged everything and gotten it ready. So it makes the cleanup for that really nice. That, that was three. Number four is embrace disposables. I love our mother earth, but again, like cleaning in the kitchen all day long can get to be really overwhelming. And so we use a lot of paper plates, napkins, utensils, cups, especially cups, because we go through so many, they're easy to write names on and it makes cleanup easier. Also, it makes cleanup easier for younger kids. If you are at the dinner table, you don't have to worry about them picking up heavy plates and throwing them into the kitchen sink. I can't tell you the amount of plates that we have lost because I've had such well-meaning kids dumping things into the sink and breaking dishes. So it makes for a time when everybody can help and makes kitchen cleanup so, so easy, so, so fast. So you can get back out and enjoy the weather or get onto a ball game, which is where I am at right now. Because summertime evening summertime is so so busy with baseball games and practices and just nice weather right tip number five is that cereal sandwiches popcorn chicken strips leftovers even throw some fries and serve it with some apples or whatever those are meals those are full meals they are acceptable meals there was a time when I would just get so hard on myself for not preparing like meals every single day, right? But then when I became so busy and our family became so busy, it became something either we were eating so early in the day so we could manage everybody's schedules or so late at night when everybody was already tired from the day. It's okay to let it go. If your kid misses vegetables for dinner, throw them in the lunch. I would rather enjoy the time I have with my kids than stressing over what we're eating. And also, I don't like going through the drive-thru so much. Part of it is because our family is so big and it's expensive. So I've just, I've let it go and realized that, yep, cereal is a complete meal by itself, right? The last thing, number six, is 
feeding friends. All summer long, we have a revolving door of friends, usually ages between seven and 15 that are in our house that are constantly hungry. And for a while, I was, it just got to be really, really expensive to have so many kids eating all the time. So what I have done is I will pre-cut up apples. I have baby carrots. I have pretzels. And of course we have Otter Pops, right? Everything is pre-packaged and kind of put to the side. So when we have friends come over and say, I'm hungry because they always do, I have things that we can share with them. Most of the kids that come to my house, I know their parents and I know that there are no food insecurities, but if there were, these kids are being fed. However, if it's usually more than apples, carrots, pretzels, I have to send them home just because it does get expensive. The other thing is I'm also mindful of asking them if they have any food allergies. Most of them I know pretty well, so I can ask them that. If not, I always ask a parent. So be mindful of that to ask if there's any allergies. But I don't mind sharing these easy grab and go things of like apples, carrots, pretzels, because they're going to eat anyways. And it just makes something easy for them to grab and then to keep on playing again. Again, feeding during summertime does not have to be stressful. It doesn't. It can be something that's fun. It can be something that is easy and enjoyable with your kids. So let's go back over. Number one, set a time for food so you're not in the kitchen all the time. So eating and cleanup is done. In the summertime, teach your kids all of those new things. So come the school year, they know how to pack lunches. They know how to make breakfast. Number three, for a really easy lunchtime, pack it in the morning, throw it in the refrigerator, in a lunchbox, and then it just becomes a grab and go. Embrace disposables and just go with it. The cleanup, you're going to be so happy at the end of the night to have such an easy cleanup because everything is just thrown away. Cereal is a complete meal on itself. Don't have to feel guilty about that. And then number six, when you're feeding friends, find cheap ways, prepackage them so they're easy to hand out. And so that way kids are fed, they can continue playing, but also maybe some needs are being met as well. I am glad I was able to share these things with you. These are things that have worked for us and made summertime something really that we look forward to, even with food, even as kids are in and out of the house all day. And I'm glad I could share them with you. Well, what'd you think? I think Leah had some really great tips. One of the things that we really loved is about feeding the neighborhood because this was actually something I really struggled with. And it made me feel frustrated that kids were eating all of our food where we already have a big family. And I was like, "Ah, I don't want to spend all this extra money on all these other kids. First off, we love our neighborhood and we love that it's like that. Yeah. There's like, it's just communal. Everybody's in everybody's houses and all the kids play together like a string of different ages and genders and they all just play together and it's awesome. But when they're all over at your house and they all get hungry, like you can pound through the food. Yeah. And so something that I do now so that I feel good about it is just always have some of those snacks like Otter Pops. Otter Pops are pretty cheap. The kids love them and it's great for a hot summer day. So kids cannot have Otter Pops all they want. For the first few weeks of summer, we bought some of those more expensive ones like Outshine and whatever. Mm -hmm. If you can do that, I think that's awesome. But for us, that was hard because those were special treats and there's like... Seven in a box. Not so, even. There's like four in a box. So it's like our kids and one one neighbor, you know? So uh, now it's just like stick to the simple stuff. Also with inflation and grocery prices, it just feels good to buy stuff that's cheap, especially when you're feeding the, the whole neighborhood. So yeah. our go-tos, Otter Pops. 
I really like Leah's idea of apples and carrots. Mm-hmm. One, because they're healthy. And two, because kids don't eat that much because they're healthy. <laughs> and three, because they're cheap. We also thought string cheese is a good one. If you buy a pack from Costco, yep. that's pretty inexpensive and kids can eat some cheese. String cheese. Yep. We also love your pretzel idea because pretzels are pretty cheap too. Yep. So cheap things that don't hurt the wallet when you're feeding the whole neighborhood and then they get fed. And like she said, I think that's, that's the goal, right? Just get people fed and back to their plan. Yep. So that was a good one. Yep. The other thing that we liked was the packing your lunch in the morning. Oh, yeah. Theoretically. Theoretically. Because we're like, oh, that means that your kids probably have to eat sandwiches every day. And I don't think our kids would love that. Unless uh, the one thing that we love that our kids love is Nutella and Crustables. Yes. Which we are currently out of. Because <laughs> we're out of everything. <laughs> so I've been really busy and haven't gotten to the store like a week and a half. So we are out of a lot of things. The way Alexis shops is she orders her groceries online, mm-hmm. but she does it after the kids are in bed. And so if we don't have like a free night where we're just chilling, and it takes like an hour and a half or two hours to meal plan plus meal order it. too. Yeah. And so if we don't start the nighttime routine at like eight o'clock, even like maybe nine o'clock, but it's going to be late night for Alexis. Then it doesn't happen. Which and is hard in the summer because we're Alexis out doing has stuff. stuff. And I have had some stuff, but our kids have had stuff too. So yeah. No, saying. it's everybody <laughs> like swim lessons go till seven every single night. And so we've been getting to bed late. Yeah. Last night I had our moneymakers thing and tonight we're going to a bees game. So it's, like a- so it's not even like going to solve itself. Know, so we're going to have a lot of cereal for dinner. <laughs> And hey, it's saving us on groceries, right? That's my favorite meal, so I'm fine with this. That's true. Kids less cool with it, but Which snobs. is super lame. Like, why are kids not like love cereal for dinner? Ugh, kids are the worst. So anyway, Nutella sandwiches, which actually reminds me of Chloe. We were, the kids in the car were saying their favorite letter. And usually it was the letter of their first name. It's actually cute. They said, Dad, your your favorite letter is A because your name starts with A. And he's like, no, it's A because your mom's name starts with A. And I thought, we were like, oh, that's cute. Little brownie points were out. But then Chloe's like, Nathan, I know what your favorite letter is. And she said, it's N. And I'm like, oh, yeah, for Nathan. She's like. For Nutella, <laughs> because this kid will eat it by the spoonful. He will down Nutella. Actually, most of our kids are just down the Nutella. When he though. makes a Nutella sandwich, he puts like probably a quarter inch of Nutella on both slices yeah, both and then slaps it together. So it's about as much Nutella as the slices of bread. Like it's it's a lot, a significant they, amount of Nutella. But they, so we pound through the Nutella in our family, like Costco packs for sure. Oh yeah, it's like a week's worth. So, yeah. And for Nutella. If you want to make sandwiches, Nutella would be the sandwich for our family. Except for Cammie, who hates chocolate, so, you know. She's tough. (laughs) These whole, like, plan ahead meals would be very hard for Cammie. Because she likes hot meals and doesn't like the standard go-to stuff. But I like that if you are planning, or if you already know that you're going to be out, like, for a picnic or a hike or something like that, pack it in the morning while you're already doing breakfast anyway, and just have all the food mess at one time. Mm-hmm. And then you don't have to stress about going doing it before. Because that's usually what I do. It's like, oh, shoot, we're going to the splash pads. We need food. Like, hurry and make lunches, you know, and then it takes you longer to get there. Stressed. So, if you do it in the morning, I feel like that's a really good tip. For sure. We hope you liked it. And uh, thanks, Leah, for sharing your tips. We will have links in our show notes for places where you can go see Leah and the rest of her content. And she's great. So follow the links. We'll see you next time.
Thanks everyone for listening. You can follow us on Instagram at Parenting IRL Podcast or find us on our website at parentinginreallife.com. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you like what you're hearing, make sure to tell a friend. That's the best way for people to find out about our podcast. And if you haven't already, give us a rating. And a special thanks to our five kids for being kids. <laughs>